Money. It affects our everyday life. But how do we make more of it? Manage it. And make sure we make the most of our money. Welcome to Money Mindful, a podcast to teach and support you as you learn to manage your money. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of the Money Mindful Podcast. I am your host, Megan Jean Smith. I'm a money mindset coach for women. I help you create an amazing relationship with yourself and money so you can live the extraordinary life you want to live on purpose. All right, before we get into today, I'm just going to say swear bear alert. I think today's episode has the potential to sound like two lady sailors on a night out. So if you've got your kids in the back of the car, kids, these are grown up words, okay? All right. So speaking of someone living her extraordinary life on purpose, I have my client, Michelle Kevill, on today to talk about all things like rapidly changing your life. And I mean, rapidly transform your life. So Michelle is a life coach and host of the podcast, How to Deal with Big Fucking Feelings. She uses psychology to change your mindset and process those big emotions so you can have a better human experience and live the life you want. So she is also my amazing coaching client and has gone from thinking, I might be able to be a life coach to running a coaching business in three months. Michelle, welcome. I'm so excited to have you on the show and share like all your goodness with everyone. I want everyone to know your story and your podcast and all the things. Welcome. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I love that with the two women on a sale that swearing. I was like, yep, that, that is, that's me. <laughs> well, so I was, excited. I was thinking going by our coaching sessions, I'm like, yeah, there's probably going to be some yeah. swearing in this episode. Based off the title of my podcast, there might be some swearing. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's right. So listen, um, I'm sort of, uh, I, I'm interested to see the direction that this this show goes today and what we focus on. But um, let I look. I always do this. Do you want to introduce yourself? Like, how do you want people to to know you? This Michelle, current, present, in this moment. All right. Um, well, I think you've you've given the intro about me. Um, but. Yeah, if I give you around, like, I guess I'm just going to start from, like, the very beginning. Look, um, this time a year ago, I, and I'm being just completely honest and open here, um, I was going through a lot of stuff. We had COVID. I had a new job. We were always moving house. My grandfather wasn't very well. um, And I think someone said it perfectly. COVID was able to hold up a mirror to all our kind of fears, thoughts, anxieties that we had. And I was a workaholic. I would work from nine to nine o'clock. I worked through lunch. Um, my partner saw this was like, this is not healthy. And then with everything else going on in my life, um, I really was using work to kind of buffer out of it. And biggest thing I didn't realize at the time is I just didn't want to sit with any of the bad emotions that I was having at the time. Um, out of absolute pure desperation, <laughs> And just being completely exhausted, burnt out, um, like just 
just over it. Like, I mean, just, you know, like being just physically overwhelmed and just out of it. Um, I was just looking up like self-help stuff and I happened to find or found some stuff, uh, coaching stuff around, I'm getting tongue-tied, I'm so sorry. No, no, go for it. And make sure you share, uh, make sure you tell us, who, like who did you find all of that because people listening, they okay, want to uh, know. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So what I found was the um, Unfuck Your Brain podcast by Cara Lowenthal. Um, and I was listening to this woman and I was like, holy shit, like this woman is me. She was like a stressed out lawyer. Her stuff really resonated with me. And it wasn't that bullshit. Like we're going to manifest our feelings or we're just going to think happy thoughts and look at the mirror and smile and miracles will happen. No, like it was literally like, I've been where you're at. I've been at this um like level like she was literally reading to me the thoughts that she had had exactly to the t like I have to keep doing this my job is so stressful like hate everything hate my body I was just like what and then really plainly and simply teaching like the model from like the life coach school um and articulating just how like our thoughts cause our feelings which lead to actions and results which when you hear it at the, the surface level you're just like what like what do you mean um and then some of the psychology around it that kind of like how you can kind of use cognitive bias to kind of flip it almost um so that we can believe like new thoughts and stuff like that and I don't mean new thoughts like you'll magically have a million dollars but like I'm working to believe I'm valuable like really basic level stuff that's what really hit me like stuff where you can have like a mid-level basic thought to kind of practice then take the actions that you want in your new model if you are feeling confident and then you can start to believe that. And that's how I was like, whoa, wait a minute. This is crazy. This is, this isn't, this isn't real. This proves we're all in a simulation. <laughs> so um, I signed up with that um, group like straight away. Um, and like I was finding it really helpful. I think the thing that I was struggling with though, and everyone made comments, they were just like, you don't want to sit with any of the feelings you're having. I was like, but the, isn't the thought aim of thought work to create new thoughts so I feel better automatically? <laughs> I was like, what? You're telling me you have to process my emotions? I don't want to do that. And that's when I realized that that is I think that's one of the biggest things that you struggle when learning this work. It's when you're starting out, it's um, sitting with the emotions. It's knowing that they're going to be there regardless, even if you're having, you know, good thoughts, like some of those, some of the negative chatter might be there in the background, just playing and just being able to accept it. I did a ton of work on that. Like, I mean, a ton of it. It really inspired me to think about becoming a coach um and it fucking worked it it like it 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 like I'm I'm not kidding it works <laughs> like just by simply not resisting it and just allowing it and just like watching the sensations in your body I was like hang on a minute I'm taking something that's like 100% painful to like 50% painful and I was like what and then so over time so Michelle break that down though into an example like how did that what did that look like in your life? Because I'm sure that there's other lawyers and doctors and professional people listening mm. right now who 
like you don't connect with that kind of manifesting woo or a way mm. of speaking and here Kara who is like she was like a she's like she's so fantastic she's Harvard lawyer yeah I think that's her yeah yeah so um she's teaching you how to get like how to feel your feelings how to think new thoughts but how did that translate in your life like what did that look like for you at work because you said that you were working from nine till nine and yeah, well, how it translated was I realised that A, you need to sit with the feelings, but B, you do like you work out what like through an unintentional model, like what you're doing now and, you know, how you're thinking causes you to feel like overwhelmed and then I was able to be like, hang on a minute, I'm doing this to myself. If I'm thinking I'm overwhelmed, I'm feeling really stressed, I'm taking like basically shitty actions. <laughs> They're not the best actions. They're like, I'm running frantically. I'm like trying to do 10 million things at once. And the result is overwhelm. Mm. It's like, all right, how do you want to actually feel? It's like, well, I'd like to feel confident. If you're confident, what actions would you actually take? Well, I would maybe plan out my time, maybe not say yes to 10 million things all at once, which I started noticing I was doing. And I think a lot of people, especially like I have a corporate job, that's what everyone does. They're like, yeah, I will just take on all the things and I won't sit and give take the time to assess and plan out how much of this is going to take my capacity. Um, a lot of comparing to other people, like other people are doing all this stuff and they're okay. They look okay. We don't know what they're thinking. Um, and then the results I wanted to create was, well, like I'll believe that I can do this work. Um, and then I looked at what like what I needed to think and stuff. And there were baby thoughts like um, I'm working to believe that um, I'm allowing myself to still learn or that I have more than enough time. Um, but the key thing is doing the actions from your intentional model and then thinking that thought. So one of the actions for me was not taking on all the things like I was just saying yes to all this work because of other underlying thoughts, which was that my self-worth and value is directly related to my job and people-pleasing. Once you can flesh that out and see it on paper, you you will see how much you are doing this to yourself. I 110% guarantee you, you are doing this. I promise you. I promise you, you're doing this to yourself. When you're all up in your head, you don't know. When you write it on paper, then you can see it. You can see how it's translating. You see the actions. When you see those actions, you ask yourself why. Why are you taking on 20 million different projects? Why aren't you pushing back at work? Is it because you have some fears around what they will say? Um, and really, if you're worried that that person is going to get upset with you, all you're worried about, and this changed my mind, all you're worried about is having a feeling. That's all I was afraid of having a feeling of maybe a little bit of like anxiety or, or shame or something. Yeah. It's like, I can't control what they think. I started to implement this. I still remember pushing back on one project with like my manager once removed, very articulate, like articulated this whole email. I was very polite about it. I was basically like, look, like this is my capacity. We'd have to shift some stuff. Like I was basically setting a work boundary that I've never done before. One of the colleagues, the stakeholders were a bit like iffy about it, but my like my manager once removed was like, yeah, that's fair. I was like, what? To be fair, could have had a completely different reaction, but I was prepared to sit with the 
emotions. That's where processing emotions is so important. You're doing these things. When you are starting to create this change in your life, it's going to be uncomfortable. The limbic system is not going to be happy. It's like, what are you doing? I like these negative thoughts. They keep me safe. I know what they're doing. Now we're changing it. Like it's, it thinks it's going out into the wild and that wild bears are going to attack it. All you're going to have is a feeling. That is all when you set your boundary. Yeah. And what I heard from you then too, is it's like, we, we quite literally make up stories in our head, like how we think things are going to play out. Like we make out these worst case scenarios when in actual fact, when you say no at work, nothing bad happened. And in fact, so many amazing things happened, which I want to, want to share, but how, what was, so how did you get from working with Cara to working with me? Yeah. So once I, once I was exposed to this work and had an understanding of it, um, I think it was about maybe, I want to say maybe almost, yeah, it was almost a year in, I started to really apply this to all areas of my life. I definitely worked out like through working with you, I had a thought about, you know, wanting to do coaching. Um, One of the big thoughts at the time was like money. In my mind, I'm like, oh, I don't have enough money to do this. And I had noticed as well that my brain, after kind of figuring work out, um, it was kind of just thinking like, I need more money. I need more money. It was like, what's a new thing to worry about? Let's worry about money. (laughs) Um, So I was like, oh, I'm over this. So I realized I wanted like I wanted that one-on-one coaching I wanted I wanted to speed it up I absolutely like I said I still love like um the community and group of unfuck your brain but I really just wanted to be one-on-one with a coach just working with me to kind of go through these goals that I wanted and I had and just just speed I think you said it perfectly you're like it's like like it's like Coaching on steroids almost because when you're doing it yourself and then when you're doing it in a community, when we're doing it one-on-one with an actual coach, it's like, boom, like you can just escalate all that stuff and get there really quickly. And that's what I really wanted to do. Um, So I guess how I found you is like your podcast. Um, I also know that you were like you, you were certified with Life Coach School, i.e. you had the understanding of the model, which for me was really key. And look, I'll be honest, I wanted some Australian time zones. <laughs> I was like, I need someone who can match my time zone. So I was like, this is perfect. Um, so I found you, heard, yeah, heard you through the podcast. I was like, yep, this is this is perfect. This is great. We had that free consultation. I was already like sold. And then I just got even more sold um, talking with you. Um just around like what you could offer, uh, like the, re- the results that we like you could bring, just fleshing out all those thoughts. And then I just cannot get over how quickly everything like, and, and I knew this was going to happen, but my brain didn't like believe it, just how quickly everything escalated. Like it really was thoughts. It really went so quickly. If we look at our sessions from, it was all about like, you know, like, oh, I don't have enough money. I think within a couple of sessions, it was like, I want to be a life coach. And you were like, you can do that. It's like, fuck, I can. I can do it. And then 
yeah, I just I just went from there. I made I, it's so crazy. This is like a first page of a book where I'm writing like life coaching stuff, and literally it's like, can I be a life coach? And now I have full on business and clients, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like it really is all your thoughts. I know I would have gotten there, but I would not have gotten there in such a short time frame of three months without working with like a coach and you one on one to just like we just attacked each thought that came through. It was just like boom, boom, boom. Okay, you know, well, like we just whoa, whoa, whoa. Now I know you're you're really good at rapid, <laughs> rapidly changing and rapid speaking. transformation, but let's slow it down for somebody who's never experienced yeah. coaching, right? So, um, mm. because this is really interesting, and I think this is a key piece that I I want you to take away, like listening today, is that because you were saying that you came to me because you thought that you didn't have enough money. Right. And you Mm. wanted, you had an idea, like, what was it? Like you said to me something like, you know, I went from thinking that, you know, I might be able to be a life coach to actually running a business in three months. Like that's phenomenal. And and not only that, you created Mm. a podcast, like you started and executed and now have a podcast out in the mm-hmm. world and you're still working full time like that is crazy pants right like you just like you're yeah. <laughs> you are on fire but but there's a process to this and i think it's really would be really helpful to flesh that out because remember when we started there was a lot of stuff that you had a lot of thoughts around debt and money and that was like a total money block for you if we're going to use that um that language right because that's what um, that was what once we did that work that's what opened the door for you to actually work on what you really wanted right which was to be a coach so do you want to like just explain like how what do you what you mean by that it's like because how does that work like how does that work when you you unblock some money thoughts and then suddenly you're flying like off out in the world doing what you want to do. Yeah, sure. Oh my gosh. So like going back in my mind here, um, I think when I came to you with all these thoughts, I think how it starts is like, you just believe them as circumstances. Like you just believe them as so true. And then working with a coach one-on-one you're able to, like, you can do this yourself. But again, when you're doing it with a coach, you're just like, you're just nutting out the thought. You, you're proving almost, we're working together to prove to myself that it is purely a thought. We're looking at it at completely different angles and actually looking and being like, hang on a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> this is actually like this is just this is just a thought and some of the beliefs that i had around money like around debt it was so interesting when we went through debt to see how like i'm kind of okay with my mortgage but i'm and I, and i'm totally do not care about my hex debt but i wasn't okay with spending some money on my business or like getting a loan or or, or stuff like that just looking and i didn't even notice that but you were just like it's so it's just like so interesting to just go through it like my thoughts that I and the messages that I had absorbed from society around what was like what what debt was okay and what wasn't and how 
I had just chosen to apply the thoughts onto the same money. It's just money, but just sitting in different kind of boxes. And then I've just applied thoughts to that and how that is just ultimately like keeping me stuck. And I was just like, whoa, hang on a minute. I didn't even know I did that. I didn't know that I was like, okay with hex, but like anything else that's like debt is so bad. And looking at how like debt is almost neutral and how money is almost just just neutral like we can't eat it or anything like that there are so many thoughts that we've learned from society and messages that we've absorbed that we just apply onto money that really does keep you stuck um because you just it just gen- you have a thought it generates a, it used to generate a really strong feeling for me and I just wasn't getting the actions or results that I wanted from that so what was like the most challenging thing with that like with the with the the thoughts about about debt in particular, because I think this is like a common block for people. They want to do something, and also, by the way, hex debt is like student loan debt. That's what hex is. Um, and but like a common thing is is that we we want to do something, but then we think we can't afford it. Like that's one thing, which also, by the way, is like sometimes total BS. Like people say we can't afford it, and then um, like literally they'll have like 10 grand in the bank or you know, 20 grand in savings or something. Um, but in their mind, they're like, no, I can't afford this. And this thought just feels so real. And then also um, exactly what you're saying, we're quite happy to go into thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of debt for to buy a home but to start a business or to invest in ourselves, like in education uh, or a coach, for instance, we're just like, oh no, I can't, couldn't possibly spend money on that. So I'm interested, like, what was the, what was the cornerstone moment for you? Like what really shifted for you? I think what shifted for me was just really understanding that these are actually op- optional thoughts, which takes a while to get to, but these are optional thoughts because when you lay down all the facts for me around, well, this is just debt sitting in different buckets and you've applied thoughts or you have this amount of savings. And I remember we worked, we were just talking about it. You're like, and if you had this much, would you then feel comfortable? And I was like, yeah. And then I went, Oh, actually, no, because I'd want to use it with for this and then this. Uh, so no. And it's like no amount of money I was ever going to feel comfortable with because my brain is like like a hobgoblin. It's like in this kind of scarcity mindset. It's like, no, I must I need everything. And realizing that that is optional. It's challenging at the start to understand and realize that it is optional. Um, but once like working with you when we were able to really flesh out the thoughts from like the facts and the circumstances and that Michelle, you're just applying these thoughts to, you know, debt or this amount of money and just hearing like the different, just the different facts and ideas around it. And just like the thoughts and the messages we absorbed, I was like, Oh shit. Like it's like convincing yourself almost. It's like, Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, we're just picking out the thought. We're like dissecting it. We're like, hmm, is this really true? Is this really a true thought? Like, why are you choosing to think this? Like, why are you applying it to this? Then from that, we start to understand some of the 
like I call them root thoughts, like the fear around it. And it was just really just like fear of change, fear of doing something new. If it wasn't for the money, it would have been because like I could like once we kind of started to solve that, it was um, so, for example, when I'm uh, like getting you know, wanted to spend the money to get certified um, with the life coach school. I remember I was like, oh, I don't think I could handle the workload and like all this stuff. And I was like, what? You just, I was like, brain, you just choose a new thought. Like you, you solved the money part and now you're just choosing something new. It's never about the money. It's just your thoughts trying to latch onto something. And money I feel in society is such like, there's such a focus, there's such a pull on it. Um, and there's, there's a lot of like fear around it as well and like scarcity that we've been taught. So it's just something for your brain to choose. But I guarantee you the same thing happened with me. I got to the point where I was like, right, I'm going to spend the money. I'm going to do it. And then my brain was just like, you're going to fail. Um, you can't do this with like full-time work, like all these other thoughts. And, but we had worked together so that I could also like work to challenge those thoughts as well. Um, and I'm doing it now and I'm fine. I was just, I knew that was going to happen too. I was like, all right, calm down, brain. You're all right. Yeah. And so like what I wanted to um, point out was from, from what you're saying is that this is something I do with a lot of my clients is that yeah. when we go to do something new, our brain goes to worst case scenario. Right. And your, if you don't mind me sharing, you know, your brain was going to, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. Like if I spend money on like getting certified and becoming a coach, it's like, I'm going to die sort of thing. I mean, you weren't saying you were going to die, but yeah, you're like. That's what, well, the limbic system just thinks that I am going to die. But what I'm thinking is like, I'm going to lose the house. My car's going to break down. Someone's going to get sick. Like the dog's going to need a leg issues with its leg or something like that all these things and yeah the, it that translating to like the your like your limbic I say this all the time limbic system the oldest part of your brain it deals with like fear and it works to protect you it's just hearing there are bears in the woods and we're gonna go out and die it wants to protect you um yeah but when we pr- try to protect ourselves and we say no to the worst case scenario, right? Like if you hadn't have, if we hadn't have done this work and you had said no to getting certified at the life coach school, if you had said no to starting a podcast, going out and getting clients, like all these things, if you had said no to that worst case scenario, you would have, well, actually, sorry, I don't mean to make that sound misunderstanding. If you had said no to using money, like, you know, saving money and going into debt and all of that. What you're also, yes, you would have protected yourself from any of those things like, you know, um, getting into more debt, but you would have also said no to all the incredible things that you have created in only three months. Hello. Like this is the thing that blows my mind so much. And, (laughs) And on top of that, like, you had all this, I'll let you share, like, but you had this amazing stuff happen at work as well. And by saying no to our fears, we're also saying no to best case scenario. And in your situation, and I, and I don't mean this, like, this is what I, like all, like, 
I've, everyone I work with does this, is that, you know, your brain was freaking out about like investing in yourself. But in fact, like you work in a corporate job, you have like a good income, right? And like you were already financially, like you had, you've got a lot of stuff going on that's working really well, but your brain was still telling you this is bad, this is bad, and you wanted to shut down the idea. And so I think this is such an like interesting area to cover because I'm sure that um, you listening has this same thing. It's like you want to go and do something, but you hold yourself back because you're totally focused on the worst case scenario. And if you had focused on worst case scenario and not actually taken action, tell everybody what the best case, like everything that you've missed, that you would have missed out on. And we're only talking about what you've achieved in this three months. Like imagine what else is going to happen? Like, as you move forward, like, let's just celebrate and really share that because I just think it's so amazing what you've been able to do because you've been willing to question your thoughts and really like challenge your brain. Like, is that true? Like, what if I'm wrong about that? Right. And that's what you've done. And, and so please share, like share everything that you've created. Let's just like totally bask in all this amazingness. Yes. And I love that too, what you're saying, because life is 50-50. And if I didn't start this, I would have missed out on these amazing things. And the amazing thing was, um, okay, well, I have like, I have clients um, and I've been working with them one-on-one and they've had some um, amazing growth. Like they gave me some testimonials as well, just I could share on the website, which was just to see their growth and transformation was amazing. Um, Like, I have an actual, I have, I have a website, I have a business, I have um, Instagram and, and all of that. Um, I have the podcast out. Like some, like, look, it's not all about downloads, but just to give some people some stats. I remember um, a couple of days ago, my partner came to me and he was like, babe, and I was like, well, he was like really excited. He was like, you know, you're ranking 33 in New Zealand's um top like self-improvement podcast I was like what I was like holy shit like what I was just like whoa I remember sharing it as well as being like thank you my New Zealand friends just like whoa exciting I within like I think within 90 yes three months I've got almost like 400 downloads on the podcast, which I did not think was possible. I honestly was just like, what? I thought this would take me forever, especially stuff that I I had been reading. Um, And just to see how people are resonating with this, like I got some reviews on the podcast. People were like, oh, yeah, like she's like, this is quirky. She's funny and stuff like that. It was just like, oh, wow, like there were all these good things happening. All the bad stuff that I thought was going to happen, like, I don't know. But tell, so you got to tell us, share what happened at work though. Oh, (laughs) I got promoted. (laughs) Of course you did. (laughs) Yes, it was was amazing. And here's the thing to anyone out there who is like, I seriously have to say this, you're stressed out, you're burnt out. I take lunch breaks and I finish at five o'clock and I got promoted. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you can too. 
please do not think that this is some special, you know, I'm a special snowflake in a special job. I work in a fast-paced corporation. My job is still the same. The only thing that changed was my actions and, like, my thoughts. You know, I set those boundaries. I started to provide. um, I wasn't just doing everything. I was doing things to work on my capacity. I was challenging myself a year ago really hard just to sit with all the uncomfortableness of saying no and people pleasing, I produced better work from it. I produced better work from it. I set those boundaries. And, you know, I, I ended up, I ended up getting like I got promoted. And I was just like, oh my God, like this is amazing. Um and look at yeah. This flies in the face of when people say things like, you know, you have to work harder to make more money and everything like that. Because um no. like if it's okay if it's okay if I share what you told me about how um, you were already doing the work of a manager, like you were giving so much value at work. And so then you got promoted because they were like, well, we should give you a title and the pay to match what you're already doing. So in fact, you're not having to work harder. You're not having to do more. You already were giving the value ahead of time. And then now you're getting paid more money. Like for the same, yeah, work. the same stuff that I was doing. Yes, which is it's all of, yeah, it's I know, I know, look, it's it's insane, and I talk about this as well on like my podcast. Um, we have this real obsession with like output, and I really talk about deep about where this kind of came from and everything. But it's actually it's nowadays twenty first century. It's not about output. It's not about if you work sixteen hours. It is about value. So if a person can get the same value that the person that takes them 16 hours to do, and they can do that maybe hypothetically like five hours, like you're going to get more done. Do you know what I mean? You're going to get more value work done. To do that, you really have to sit with yourself and work out, you know, what, how do you work best? Um, what's your capacity like? You know, being able to say no and communicate that and sit with those negative feelings um and actually create like create that environment for yourself you have to do that though and you have to do the work it's really really like it's challenging in the sense that you have to separate from the thought work and as in like you know practicing new thoughts it's sitting with the uncomfortable feelings of when you go to do that challenging thing yeah, and that's what I had to do here with this business as well. But I, I guess I'd already had some of that practice um, with work. But it's and that's like again, inspire me to be a coach. It's just like being able to to sit with that. How do you process it? How do you be with that so that you can go out and do the amazing things that you want to do? And now I, like I said, I take my lunch break. I do I do my nine to five. Um, I got promoted and I run a business on the side. <laughs> With eleven, the, with eleven yeah. clients, yes. mind you. Let's have, just yep. like throw that out there yep. because that's phenomenal, <laughs> Michelle. Like it yeah. really is so amazing. And like with that in mind, can you just what would you say to someone listening now? Like, what's a piece of wisdom or advice that you would say to someone who's like thinking about hiring a coach? Oh my god, do it do it right now. This is your message from the universe. Do it. (laughs) I know I'm like very much like, no, do it. Hear me right now. Like 
every going through this journey myself, everyone needs a coach. Like it is so transformational. It is it's not, I think it's, I think it's not how we used to think coaching was. Before all this, before I found this work, I thought it was just someone who kind of told you what to do. No. A coach literally just takes your mind, puts it on a table and works out what's a fact and what's a thought. And then from that, you can go and you can feel empowered to make the decisions that you want to create in your life. You do not, do not understand how empowering and like that is just going through it myself. So I would say invest the money in yourself. It is so worth it you will start to see how you just believe your thoughts as circumstances. I still do it too, but you really, all your thoughts are just circumstances. Who doesn't want a work-life balance? Who the hell doesn't want to believe that they are a good enough mother or, you know, partner, um, you know, in that like family scenario as well? Who doesn't want to be able to set those like work boundaries or or even like try to go out go for your goal that you whether it want to be want to be a business or whatever like why are you stopping yourself get a goddamn coach <laughs> I say this to everyone now I'm like no no everyone who's like oh some people talk to me like oh you coach a lot I'm like just do it you don't understand <laughs> like trust me <laughs> Go out, get a coach, challenge your thoughts and do the shit you want to do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So amazing. So listen, I want everybody to know about you and your business. So like, tell us what, what's your sort of area of expertise with coaching? Like who's your, who should come to you to get coaching? Okay. So look, I coach, um, Everyone and anyone uh, in like all industries, but them. I think them. I guess you could say my niche or main area of focus is sitting with the uncomfortable feelings. So I talk about it in my podcast, and it's a podcast name: How to Deal with Big Fucking Feelings. Obviously, I teach you. Um, I teach you how to view your thoughts. We work through how to go through all that. But I think the biggest thing that's something that like I really struggled with and I see a lot of, I guess you can say like new people to this work is being able to sit and process your feelings. That is as someone who has gone through this, who used to really resist it and create so much more turmoil, that is what I teach you to do. Because if you can sit with the shitty feelings that you are going to have, oh my God, you are going to make so much change. Because if you just allow yourself to be afraid and realize it's not actually going to kill you, it is just your limbic system having a hissy fit. It's, you know, running on an old program, thinking we're back in the cave ages. And you just allow that to be, it will reduce by like 50% because you're allowing it. You're not running away from it. And then you can go ahead and do the new actions that you want to take. If you want to go set that work boundary, you're going to do it. You are accepting it. You're going to feel afraid when you do it. You're going to have all these thoughts and feelings. And guess what? I guarantee you nothing bad is going to happen. No shark is going to randomly eat you. And you just teach your brain each little time. It's like exposure therapy. It's like, yeah, actually, I can do this. I can do this thing. You're like letting yourself grow. But if you give in to that emotion, if you go kind of believe the fear and, and stay hidden and like don't go do the thing, you're not going to grow. 
you will not grow. Like you have to be able to let that emotion be there and it's going to pop in. Like it's not like you do this and it's like, it's not like my life is magically happy all the time. No, but it's definitely a lot more 50-50. Like I just accept that I'm going to have bad days sometimes and that's totally fine. And you know what? Sometimes I wanted to get this many things in my business done and I wasn't able to because I was feeling or having all these thoughts. That's okay. We still do the things. You know, we still have that self-compassion for ourselves. We still let ourselves grow. Um, if Yeah, my biggest view is if you can, yeah, and that's what I work on. If you can sit with like those feelings, which are so raw sometimes, like you can get a lot of exceptional growth. Um, and yeah, I guess another area as well, doing it in my corporate life is just being able to set those work boundaries and explore those thoughts that you are having in like you will believe them as circumstances, but they're all just thoughts and just where they're coming from, because what they end up being that I don't want to say no, because I can't, you know, do this ends up relating to a root thought related to your self-worth, your value, people pleasing. Let's challenge that at the core. Let's bring it up for what it is, which is a goddamn thought. Let's put it out on the table. Let's challenge that. Let's get you to sit with those uncomfortable feelings as you start to make change. So yeah, well, that's kind of like a bit of your superpower, isn't it? Like working with those people in corporate who, because you've been there, you've done it, like you've done the crazy hours. And now because you've learned how to actually manage your brain, because that's what time management is. It's actually managing your brain. And all, yeah, and that's what like money management is too, by the way, just letting you know on the side there, it's managing your brain because when you can do that, you can do anything, but like you have walked that you've, you've walked that path. You've, you are in corporate and you've been able to, I mean, you're, you're like right at the beginning of your journey of completely transforming your life, but doing it in a way that serves you. Like you're still, um, somebody said to me, Oh, who was it? I can't, remember who it was and I feel terrible because you know I want to give people credit where credit's due but they said something like um uh your your nine to five can be your business's biggest investor um so it's like you're able to do all these things in your business and get your business off the ground because like also your nine to five is your biggest investor like you're in such an amazing safe place where you have income coming. I mean, not only income coming in, like more income because you're getting a promotion and because um, you know how to do that now. And like, that's the, that's the work. That's the powerful work too, right? When you do the money work, because you work through all that stuff that uh, is a limitation in a way that we don't realize it's actually blocking so many other areas uh, of our life. But anyway, listen, I reckon we could talk all day, but let's wrap this up. I usually ask my guests, like, if there's any practice or habit or tip that you have around money that you'd like to share, or maybe something even that you've learned, like working with me that you want to share um, that would help our listeners, my listeners. Yeah, I think... Um, I was thinking about this one, actually, and what I've learned from you um, was, like, we were talking about, like, our relationship with money and how we, like, view it as a person. And from that, I've actually, like, the thing that I do and, like, I encourage people in regards to money is 
So at least try to every day or every two days, I just look at my bank account and get really curious about the thoughts and feelings that I'm having when I look at it. So what I found really interesting was like working with you, just how you flip the tables and you were like, if money was a person, like how would you treat it? I'm like, oh, I treat it pretty shit. <laughs> I don't treat it very nice. And looking at all the thoughts I have around it and like the scarcity thoughts and stuff. So looking at it every day, it's kind of like it's managing your mind, but it's building all those new neural pathways to abundance. It's looking at like, this is how much I have. Also sitting with any of the other thoughts that pop up and maybe I'll write down like, okay, like, why do I feel like this, et cetera. Um, looking at like when I have to pay bills differently as well. It's like, well, before I used to be like, I hate bills. Now I'm like, well, actually, I, I like health insurance. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> That's really good if I get into an accident. Um, and how I view that like a lot more differently now and just building that relationship with money like I'm that's what that's like an essence what I found as well as all the other stuff but working with you around money it's like we have such a negative bad relationship I feel typically in society with money and how we view it and it's just how do we build a better relationship you do not realize when you build a better relationship with money how much more money you just comes to you it's like and I think it's not necessarily that it, it kind of comes to you as in like people just throw money at me in the streets I mean you've gone from scarcity to abundance when you're in an abundance mindset I, okay if I try to be quick here if I, I think the best way to articulate it is through a metaphor if money is like a plant what I was just doing before was shouting at the plant being like grow hurry up and grow I wasn't nurturing it I wasn't giving it water when you're nurturing it, when you're in an abundance mindset, when you're caring for it, when you, you're looking at it, you're engaging with it, when you're watering it, that's when you get more like more money starts. So you can see it. You can see it there. And from that place of growth, and you create like more growth. So, yeah, that's probably the one tip. And then the second tip is, um, like I said before, this is your sign from the universe. Seriously, do it. If you've been thinking about it, this is your sign. Go sign up. Get your free consultation. <laughs> go work with go work with her work with Megan I've gone in three months to having no business to having a business and getting promoted at work seriously it is so worth it it's been amazing to actually just like work with you and challenge those thoughts and I'm I'm so happy like like the results that I've created have been amazing yeah oh my gosh it's been so amazing being on the journey with you Michelle and I'm thrilled to have you on the podcast, like sharing what you're doing. So tell mm. us all, tell us where we can find you. Give us all the, you know, your social media, your podcast, tell us all the things. Yeah. So you can find me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. So it's just Michelle Kevill coaching, Kevill with two L's, K-E-V-I-L-L. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, Don't put it in the notes. Um, you can also find me on TikTok at Life Coach Gal. Look, if you're like me during lockdown, you signed up. If you want to see funny videos about our thoughts and stuff like that, like I make those. I love doing that. It's my little creative outlet. And my podcast is How to Deal with Big Fucking Feelings, Apostrophe in the U. Um, and really, I just talk about like a whole heap of things, talk about um, like workaholism, people pleasing, how to deal with perfectionism, tips as well for someone, I guess, like if you're a perfectionist and 
like how to set work boundaries and how to manage tasks and stuff like that. Just what I've learned and I guess how to apply that and work with that for you. Um, yeah, so that's yeah, that's where you can find me. Oh, so good. Thank you so much for coming on and just sharing all your wonderful goodness. I, I think you are just an incredible example of what is possible when we get out of our own way and like we're just really willing to look at our stories and challenge them and create new ones. So yeah, I, I'm thrilled that everyone's going to know about you and hear your podcast and come and sign up with you and get coaching. Like just if this is what you can create in three months, holy shit. I've like, I've got my eye on you, like, like in 12 months time, taking over the world. Amazing. Ah. Well, yes, I got to, I got to work on those thoughts, you know, <laughs> I keep going from there. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me as well. Like, this has been amazing. I really you, appreciate it. You are welcome. All right. Michelle is an incredible woman and an example of how quickly you can rapidly, and I mean rapidly, transform your life. You have to go out and check out her podcast, How to Deal with Big Fucking Feelings. I'm going to put all the details on the Money Mindful website. It'll be moneymindful.com.au forward slash podcast 91. We are so capable of creating the life that we want. Like teaching the process to do this is exactly what I do with my clients. It's exactly what I've done with Michelle. If you would like to get help with this and rapidly transform your life like Michelle has done, go and book a consult with me on my website. So this free consultation alone is so valuable because I help you identify straight away what is getting in the way of the life you want and I show you the pathway to get that. But in the meantime, I am running another free open money coaching call tonight. That's 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. So if you want to get started right away with changing your thoughts about money, go and register now. Go right now to moneymindful.com.au forward slash podcast 91. There will be a link in the show notes for how you can register for tonight's call. Get on it, get there. Let me help you with those thoughts that you have around money. I would love to coach you and help you. But in the meantime, have a beautiful week until I see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Money Mindful podcast. For more info, visit moneymindful.com.au. For future episodes, be sure to subscribe. And remember, the information in this podcast is of a general nature only and does not take into account your personal circumstances or goals. Please seek professional advice for your own financial needs. Remember to have fun along the way.